Ladies and gentlemen, boys and baby girls, it's an extra exciting episode until raccoons steal all your food in the morning. You know, it's one thing to be robbed, but by the people that you trust most, I trusted you, Vince. Wait, governor. Know that I'm coming, correct? Let me talk to you guys about something that they can do both drunk and high that is extremely pleasant. I think our podcast needs a budget for guns. Cow, boy. Rowdy. Well, shoot, dang. Crack a cold one, baby. What is it with this fucking podcast? Hey, it's your host, KBZ Barry. Thank you for joining us. Also joining us today, Monterey Bay comic and show producer, Michael Booth. What's up? Thank you for joining us, sir. How you been? I've been pretty good, man. Just uh, hanging in there. The, sky, the sky's getting clear now. It's nice. Oh, you can we got see beach the, weather back. See the hillside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still ain't going to the beach, but it's cool to know I can. Also joining <laughs> us, Sebastian McCabe, studio engineer and Phantom of the Closet. Yes, that's me. I, uh, I, I've got to leave leave the door open because otherwise I can't get back in because I don't have a key. <laughs> you could be be real for so many horror movies of like someone getting attacked <laughs> on a thing by someone in the closet. <laughs> Just like in the background. Yeah, yeah. We just crop a couple little things in, and boom, you're every horror murder scene. This has become a recurring goes theme. Down. Be ready. I don't know the reference, but I like it. Also joining us, first time on the show, Santa Cruz comedian Audrey Hebert. Hey. Thank you so much for joining us. This is a treat. Thank we don't you. usually get to. Yeah. Uh, Happy to be here. Yeah, we don't usually get to talk to people. It's been just us for a while because the whole quarantine. But I feel bad though because you're not getting the full experience. And I shouldn't have advertised this without like being able to deliver, but I have a giant cat and a dog, and they're both adorable, and they're little Huge floof balls. Cat. Huge it's cat, a very cat. big cat. Um, and when you come over, they cuddle, and they, they play on you, and it's fun, and it's adorable. And so next time, we'll try and get you in person so you can enjoy the full flu fest. Uh, it would be lovely. But thank you for being here. Thank you. Yeah, I uh, love to see the cat and dog next time. Is the cat bigger yeah. than the dog? No, but the dog is big. The dog is a very big pit bull, and the cat is close in size. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like maybe the dog's maybe only like ten or fifteen percent big. I was gonna it's say a, yeah. I was gonna say it's like three quarters the size of Max. There's a although also too the cat is like so long haired. I don't know how much cat is like actually in there and how much of it is just fur. true Good yeah point. you shave the cat like if you shave this is tiny. true this is all true and the thing is I, there's a video a uh, picture you can see on my uh, girlfriend's instagram that she's laying down and the cat is laying down next to her and like she's trying to do yoga and he came to cuddle with her the cat is like 70 percent of the length of my girlfriend like he's like her head's here and his tail is like close to her feet and it's like, <laughs> like I took a photo because you see at that angle, it's like, oh my gosh, they're like very similar. He could inside. replace Cameron as the big spoon at night. That's all we're. That's all we're he saying does. Here. Okay, <laughs> between him and the dog, I'm not even on the bed. It's not even fair. I sleep on the couch. Jesus yeah, sleep Christ. On the couch, I'm sorry. I, yeah. I'm not even a bed in my house. You know what comes after beta? The cuck. Okay, and I don't like. It. <laughs> Jesus Cucked Christ. By my cat. <laughs> yeah. It's the sequel to My Cat from Hell. Oh, that's so funny. I was hoping it was the sequel to Puss in Boots. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the porn parody. <laughs> yeah, Boots in Puss. <laughs> <laughs> boots in Puss, dude. That's fucking. <laughs> Can we. 
Oh, holy shit. No, I'm not. I, I was going to say, can we find out if someone's done that already? But I actually, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to look that up. I think I got, I think I actually have some information on that here. I'll put it on the screen really quick. Um, oh, no. One second. No, it's, it coming, it's coming on the screen. Yeah, this. I think this is exactly what we're talking about. Uh, okay, here. What do you okay, got we're gonna for watch Can you guys Cameron's see this? Can everybody see this? Here. Okay, I don't know. Yeah. I really hope this isn't what I think it's Is this what we were, is that Conor McGregor? Why is he beating up that man? Oh my God! Why is why is that man watching? <laughs> Who's this old guy? What is what is Conor McGregor doing in Spain in Madrid? Oh no! This has nothing to do with what, what we were happening? talking about. But this is apparently what's is happening he pull around. Out boots soon? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh. I had to clean out the taste of porn out of my mouth. <laughs> this is insane (laughs) this is my favorite thing this has the reason i brought this up is this video has currently um what is it it has 12 times as many views as our show does in whole in its entirety I, I, I feel like we should explain for for our audio only listeners what no explain nothing Uh-huh. Okay, if, if you insist. <laughs> we're taking a new angle. We're abandoning our base. It was like watching Hancock, but it was just Conor McGregor instead of Will Smith. That's what I felt like I just saw. Yeah, being quite <laughs> photoshopped into shit. Okay, that was, just a little, that was a little cultural palate cleanser of mine. He got... Um, oh, no, never mind. I, I said that in the last episode. Let's get into Audrey, because I'll say this. I've seen you now twice, Audrey, at, at comedy shows, but I don't think Mike or Seb's had the chance yet. But I was enthralled. The first time I heard you... You had great setups, great jokes. Your delivery was amazing, and you looked too young to have that together as a package. So, how did you get into comedy? How does this? How did you get to this stage? Oh, thank you. I mean, I'm I'm 21, but I look like I'm 12. Like I look, mm. I look like a 12 year old right whose parents got her an internship at BuzzFeed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fits the bill. You have a blog on Medium or something? Yeah. <laughs> I'm an intern for, for Jezebel. Yeah, like, ten, ten ways that mansplaining interrupts my acai bowl. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm trying to study in the coffee shop. Oh, oh so man, I'm a walking BuzzFeed article, so I'm just trying to like, keep it low when people start talking about it. I'm like, <laughs> just close my legs and shut the fuck up. <laughs> so how'd you get into comedy? When was your first like before venture, whatever, into comedy? Um, I actually, well, I took a creative writing class in high school, and we would always have these things where we'd have to share our writing, and I don't people would be doing all this like confessional poetry and stuff about like their their breakups or like my I don't know yeah. my pain in my heart the and I gravity of life in high school yeah you know <laughs> 16 man it's rough and um I just I don't know I couldn't really do any of that so I would, I would always feel really self-conscious talking about anything super personal so instead I would write these kind of like funny stories I don't know how funny they were in hindsight I thought they were funny in junior year of high school and <laughs> I would read those and I actually got a really good reaction from people so I was kind of like oh cool I can kind of like yeah. uh, use this for social nice. gain maybe um so <laughs> yeah. 
build up social capital. I can you beat the out of my power. <laughs> yeah, I can monetize my insecurities. Yeah. And uh, but then when I got to college, I go to UC Santa Cruz and I joined the humor magazine, which is Fish Rap. Okay. And okay. so that was a what lot of lampoons fun. Of the West Coast. Oh, sorry. What was that? It's like West Coast lampoons. Yeah, kind of like a like. I don't know, the lampoon for, like, dirt bags smoking weed on the couch. Like, yes. slacker oh, lampoon. Perfect. For students. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so I joined Fish Rap, and I met a lot of really funny people there. And that's actually where I met Sam Weber. Um, oh, and, awesome. Shout out, Sam. Uh, who, yeah, he's big in the Santa Cruz comedy scene. He's involved in a lot of the mics. And the first time that I met oh, yeah. him, I don't, he probably doesn't remember this, but he was talking about doing comedy and I was like, oh, that's really cool. I've always wanted to try that. And he handed me his business card. Oh my God. But I guess he just had on him. Yep, that sounds like Sam. (laughs) That sounds like Sam, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so he started a club on campus for um, people who wanted to do stand-up. So I got involved in that and I did a few campus open mics and I was really nervous the first few times and it went I don't know. It wasn't. It wasn't great. It was uh, my first few sets. Did that make you want to make were... it great? Were you like what? competitive because of that? When it when it didn't go your way, did it drive you like, oh, wow, yeah, the next one's definitely. Be it. I know. Yeah, it made me think like, okay, I think I can do this. It's just shitty right now because I'm just starting out, mm-hmm. and then I could gradually feel myself getting better at it, and then I finally got up the nerve to do open mics downtown. And I, nice. I was super nervous about that at first because I'm like, oh, I'm just this, like, really, I'm, like, so much younger than everyone else. And I'm, like, right. the only like the girl here. Like, what am I doing? I don't belong here. But I just kind of made myself What was the first spot? Go. Where, where was uh, the first The first, first mic I ever did, I think it was at Rosie McCann's. Oh, okay, oh, that's nice. a nice spot. Hell but yeah. that's, a, that's an intimate setting, though. You can see everyone's face. You're right there. Like, you know yeah, exactly lit. the it's crowd and what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, and I also, I got put up, like, dead last, which makes sense because that's what they do when you're first starting out. I mean, you're not going to be headlining if it's your first time. But so I was at the very end of the night, and there were, like, three people left. Oh, but. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think right. I made a good impression on the host, so I ended up going back there. Awesome. The impression on the host that's can awesome. be more important than the impression on the crowd, depending on the, the venue and such. So that's good. That's good. So how, how long ago was that? Because was that right when you got into college, or did you take a little bit of break to do other stuff first? That was kind of, uh, that was like January of 2019, so that would have been in the middle of my sophomore year of college uh, yeah i was just okay. kind of gradually easing into oh, it so you don't want to embarrass myself oh yeah no it's so funny that at your age like, i don't want to embarrass myself it's like oh my god <laughs> i would have killed to have started at your age you have no idea like literally <laughs> gotta jump on yeah it. take both mm-hmm. balls they're useless just let me start at 19 jesus christ <laughs> uh so i had those super cool like i had the same thing where i was worried like oh i don't want to set a bad impression and stuff but that's cool that you were setting good impressions and doing it early uh, do you have a favorite venue in Santa Cruz downtown area? Is there a favorite spot of yours that you've gone since you've been going to open mics? Um, well, DNA's Comedy Lab is obviously a cool place. And then mm, I also like Santa yeah. Cruz Mountain Brewing a lot. I feel like the crowd there 
is usually pretty good because they're they're like a little bit drunk but it's also it's light outside <laughs> so people have to like be accountable for their actions yeah. the accountability so wednesdays that's the whole that's comedy people don't talk about yeah, it yeah wednesdays comedy. at the mountain brewery it was like it was an eight dollar liter night so you can get a 32 ounce beer for eight bucks Oh my gosh. Uh, that's like big I remember, gold price. I love the Mountain that's Brewery. Not... Like that was one of my favorite places to do uh to do comedy. Like yeah, shout out was, to Rog. Was popping. Mm-hmm. Harag, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Harag's great. That's cool. That's so so awesome to to just to see the development. And I've only seen you twice. One thing that impressed me though, for I, the first one was related to DNA's comedy lab. Great show. I saw you again, like a little while later, and you had different stuff. You already have like new material. And a lot of people, especially when they're first starting out, will have like just a core thing and they just try it and try it to get it better and better. But you were you were doing a lot of different stuff. Are you someone who writes regularly or do you just do a lot of improv while you're there trying new things? Or what's kind of your system thus far? Yeah, actually, that probably wasn't all new material the second time. I just I have this big Google Doc that's just a list of all of my jokes. It's super jumbled and not organized. <laughs> at all so if i just think of anything i'll write it down in there and then i go back and do old stuff a lot if because sometimes i'll do something and it, it bombs and then i'll be like oh i don't want to do this for a little while i just want to do the things i'm comfortable with but then yeah. if i think of a better tagline or if i'm doing a crowd that i think that joke would work better for then mm-hmm. i'll go back and bring it back again it's nice that's one thing that it's weird to relate them, but that's where I can relate comedy to jujitsu. Because you'll learn a trick in a class that you won't <laughs> use for like six, eight, nine months. And then all of a sudden, someone will be there and like, oh, this guy's susceptible to this. Bang. And then, like, I've learned lessons now about, like, I did a, sh- a little open mic. What's the Mi Familia, I think it is? The, the Italian restaurant in Santa Cruz area? Oh, yeah. So go in there. It's like one of the earliest ones. They, they just start doing them. And I go in there and I have all these great jokes about a tinder i got this great joke about uh you know online dating a pedophile on accident i got all these funny stuff and i'm like this is gonna kill and i go in there and i get like 10 seconds into my material and i realize i'm doing it for all people over the age of 60 oh yeah most of them look like they're in 30-year relationships <laughs> and i'm like yeah these people have, <laughs> they have no idea what no one out about. here has tinder like two of the husbands What's have grinder tinder? but yeah. they're trying to hide it like no one's gonna laugh at nothing so i don't so i can totally bond but i had something to fall back on. it's like a kind of an old person material thing that i was able to kind of fall back on that is something i use to kind of relate to people who are senior to me in a lot of situations and having that little like secret thing in the back that maybe didn't work in this setting, but you remember it and it's back there and you're looking for an angle where it does work. That's like, a, oh, that's like the secret jujitsu of comedy. I love it. It's beautiful to hear. About. That's, I, I, I kind of like what to add to what you're saying um, that I kind of like uh, I don't like to go first and ever because no, for this exact I reason, I like to watch a couple people. And kind of see what the crowd is getting. Because I think that informs you a lot on, you know, like you're saying, you may have something that works somewhere else. But I think that, uh, you know, getting like uh, watching people kind of getting the first couple of comics go through, you kind of get that feel for what the crowd is going to appreciate on that particular night. Because it's always different. Um, and so I think now. like. I think I'm almost the opposite what? now. I think I like the, the vacuum. I like no impression. Because as soon as the comic uh, goes up go there, it sets an impression. Just fucking no idea what's going to work. Uh, just go for there, it. There's yeah, that's a, it's tough. There's been a couple times where I walk in, like uh, at East Village I did this, where I just like stare at the audience for nine seconds. Because I was like, I don't want <laughs> anything from the previous comic. So I just stared at them. 
And I was like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't let him like don't even dancing try. First. Like, you can't, yeah. you can't do anything. Just sit there and stare at me back, <laughs> like nothing. You get nothing for nine seconds. Then we'll do comedy. <laughs> like it, it's nice sometimes to reset because especially if you're like a different tempo. Trying to go up after Alex Mendoza, like if people <laughs> are laughing at his show, I have nothing to say to those people. So I have to kill the room. I have to kill the room first. Like we're not doing that style of comedy. I'm not up here. Banana, That's not my show. So I, I have to get that reset. I'm gonna kill this fucking room, and then I'll bring it back a different uh, way. We're gonna revitalize. I'm gonna Frankenstein this room. I'm gonna walk all the people who. <laughs> I'll do what I have to. Uh, anyways. So yeah. Well, I. I did a show once where I was up first, and I like, I hadn't done comedy in a while because it was right after Christmas break and finals and everything, and I was like. I don't know. I, I didn't even really want to be there. I was just in a bad mood. I was like, oh, I don't feel like doing this, but I, I know I should. I should get back into it. So I hadn't rehearsed my jokes at all, which was, I mean, kind of unprofessional and shitty on yeah. my part. So I got up there and I was just kind of stumbling my way through these jokes about like, I don't know, the internet or whatever. And then yeah. the other people who went up after me were like these three middle-aged guys who all had jokes just like ragging on millennials like oh this generation they're a bunch of fucking pussies with their young people yeah and i was like oh no this is this is bad i'm a millennial (laughs) i mean i'm technically gen z so i'm actually safe you know millennials are pussies gen z is like pounding it at the gym is it pound is pounding it? Not, that's not lifting weights. That's like no, that's something else. I don't you know why do I said that. You can do a lot of things. I'm to pounding the that iron today. <laughs> you can, you can, there's probably something at the gym that you would pound. No right matter there. what you do at the gym, you're getting arthritis. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> Just revealed that I'm wildly out of shape on this podcast. <laughs> the bus shot won't save you if you start talking about pounding weights. I just pound so it every time okay. I'm at the gym. I just fucking pound it out. Just mulching weights. Okay. I'm pounding for Michael. those pounds. I'm trying to lose those you ever pounds. Get in there and just evaporate weights, bro. <laughs> I've been metastasizing them bitches. Dude, I fucking got a good pound in today, dude. At the gym, dude. (laughs) Actually, I know a couple guys who talk about that. I used to work at this place downtown San Jose. Turns out it was also a gay bar. I mean, that's a good combination. Combination gym and gay bar. It was really weird. What's really weird is they also squeezed in a museum. I was like, ah. Fucking hey, a museum of what? People and working out. Yeah, this... I was like, who has time when there's a gay bar? <laughs> the museum of fitness. Maybe you go to the bar hours. first, and then you go and you check out the artwork. This is just... all like half true. If you actually go to downtown San Jose, there's an Egyptian museum, and right next door there's a gym where all it's like ninety percent gay guys. I'm pretty sure, and I'm assuming there's a wow. gay bar in there. Because how else are you going to get maybe... your gym demographic to be ninety percent gay guys? Maybe the museum's, like, for the lesbians to go on dates. <laughs> it was, like, a diversity program for the city. Like, look, yeah. you can't have this many gay guys at a gym without a lesbian museum, okay? <laughs> Jesus Christ. It we have the budget. Build the goddamn museum. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing a little something for the ladies. Are you taking civil What's engineering in college? Because you what got this. Like? <laughs> Is that a stereotype? What are they like, they like uh, history. <laughs> They're smart, right? I don't know. Yeah, as I say. Egyptian history? Yeah, fuck it. Isn't there an actual stereotype? Because Cleopatra, that's like one of the most famous like female leaders, even though there was a female emperor. Um, but actually, I think, I think it is. What? Oh, and uh, what about um, 
Cleopatra's sister so was, was also a ruler. So like, there was like famous Egyptian female rulers. So I guess you could kind of see that. I thought the Amazonian was a stereotypical I one. I think she was a lesbian though. Cleopatra? No, I she wasn't lesbian. I was going to say, is the song is the song Walk Like an Egyptian just about lesbians? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? They're all walk no, like I... an Egyptian. <laughs> like, that dance is conspicuous. <laughs> never do that. Never do that again. again. Never do that again. One more time. Eh? <laughs> that was for the video watchers. All right. I, don't I almost know, said dude. video I was listeners. just curious. I'm not. <sighs> I don't know. I feel like a lot of, a lot of our friends are just like quiet artsy lesbians who want to go on like a classy date mm, yeah it's totally fine it, it fits that bill and there's a lot of people in that demographic and they're upset about the gay gyms everywhere uh, <laughs> yeah they're because, pissed off yeah God, damn. Damn. it's such a good business idea so you were going into what, a, a gay bar and a gym at the same time you guys really got hung oh, up on the gay bar thing. Like that was just. I know. Little, I think Sebastian was like, five minutes Sebastian's ago. over here developing his business plan right now. He's, he's, <laughs> he's I gotta go he, talk to my accountant. I've been seeing him trying to get a, get a loan. It's like, bro, all the tables in the bar are just gonna be squat racks, dude. <laughs> Michael, you and me gotta link up uh, after this. We gotta talk. I'm pretty anyway, sh- I'm pretty sure Sebastian just GPSed every gay bar in uh, Salinas, <laughs> but let's get past yeah, that. I wanted to. Yeah, I let's wanted move to, on, please. <laughs> I want to ask, how is you're going into your junior year now this year? Uh, for uh, senior right? year. This is your senior. Oh, senior, this is your senior fuck yeah! Year. Woo! Your senior year, yeah. you're on lockdown. You can't even go on campus, or can you? Can you now? I I think you. Well, I guess you can go on campus. You can't. Really, you can't go into any classrooms or anything, probably. Mm. Man, I wonder so, what the senioritis is like when you can't even go to the campus. Like, I remember in senior year, I was like, bro, I don't want to go to fucking class, dude. dude like, every day is senior day. <laughs> what's it like day? when you can't even go? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so the lockdown's really just cutting out the middleman of senioritis. <laughs> yeah, of, of deciding not to Real. go to class. Oh, my gosh. It's like, oh, yeah. it, it spoils some of the fun, though, I think. Because, like, it's like drinking underage. It's fun because it's illegal. It's like ditching's fun because you're not supposed to. If you're supposed to ditch, you should all just show up to school every day. You're like, ha we're here. As a protest. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I didn't bring my laptop fuck y'all just disinfect just the school and just hang out inside like we're gonna teach ourselves what if every student got into the desk and put one laptop at the front and only the teacher was at home and there's a lazy af <laughs> no that would <laughs> be like, what the hell that teacher? would be disruptive bro <laughs> like, like dude, the, the teacher, teacher comes on, comes on. I already cringe hard enough watching like my professors try to use a projector or their laptop ever because it was just like get out of the way and let me do it for you. I couldn't imagine like the amount of shit a student would get if they open up the laptop and they can't open the Zoom. Like like everybody would just be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like <laughs> that, that's really what like Zoom classes are. Is it's a big scam to try to get the students to te- show the teachers how to use technology. Yeah. Like, yep. it, teaching the students is, is secondary to teaching the, the teachers how to fucking it's pay, use it's a computer. It's payback for 40 years of typing classes. Like, oh, yeah, typing classes? Okay, <laughs> teachers got to use the internet now. How about that? They're like, no! <laughs> this wasn't part of the deal. Uh, yeah, it's, it's got to suck. Like, how, I, I think here's a good senior prank. Find a COVID-friendly way to get all the students in their classes and then prank the teachers and be like, uh, why are you here? 
and they're like, what? And they get on the Zoom, it's just a video of their what? class. And they're like, where's why, the teacher? Why we be this is just disrespectful. Where, where and, else are we supposed And they're to calling the other teachers like, yeah, my students too. What the fuck, dude? I didn't get the memo. <laughs> and all these teachers are just panicking. <laughs> that well, would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> it would be funny until like, to go back? <laughs> yeah, it'd be funny until 1,200 <laughs> students get COVID and be like, ugh, not the best break. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, uh, if there's a COVID-friendly way yeah, to go not. get into a classroom with Everything. a bunch of people, they just open up schools. Yeah, yeah it, it would be funnier it. just to fix society. <laughs> <laughs> it would be really yeah. funny to not be in lockdown. <laughs> Good point. So is there anything, like, social-wise that's changed now, big time, like, with the college experience? Because most people don't just go for the learning. It's the experience and the friends and all that stuff. How's the quarantine affecting that? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm not the best person to ask because I'm I'm not really a party animal. I, I'm sure you're shocked right, right. to learn that, but um. <laughs> well, you're working and going no to college at the same time. That's busy, and you're doing standard. You're doing a lot at once. I mean, I can understand it's kind of. You don't easy. go to ragers, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, only really cool people call them ragers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I well, I mean, I'm back at my parents' house right now, so that's like Stay I don't know. There's not a can. whole lot of what. Stay as long as you can. Yeah. One, one day they'll stop loving you and they'll make you leave. Just stay as long as you can. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like 20 years from now. Like, Audrey, I think the quarantine's over. Can if you you're stop a pro. eating my fiber cereal? <laughs> <laughs> Mom, you well, um, useful. <laughs> My That's my friend told me that uh, he was on he was on a Zoom call for a class and with Zoom like you can see everybody's windows and a lot of people have their webcam on and there's a guy in the class who um, had his webcam on and he was sitting there and his girlfriend was sitting on his lap and he was feeding her Chex mix while uh, his video was running no. and the professor like no. asked him multiple times to stop. And then after a while, she just kicked him out of the class. So, I mean, I think that's I, that's the ideal college social life going forward. It's just, like, make everyone really uncomfortable with your bizarre yeah. sexual shenanigans. <laughs> yeah. What's that going like, to trans- What's the fucking yeah. craziest thing? He was, like, hand-feeding her checks mix? What if someone's just, like, cooking yeah. meth on their camera? He's like, hey, no, 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 don't cook meth there in my <laughs> class. So, oh, oh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I just want to <laughs> say something here. Um... That that girl is really brave because when I eat Chex Mix, I'm so particular about the 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 parts of the Chex Mix Good that point. I like to put it Very in my mouth. trusting. And he's just grabbing handfuls of it and that's like, a trusting she, relationship. She just doesn't give a fuck at all. Like yeah, because like, the bagel chips absorb the most seasoning, so you need to eat yeah. those yeah. and oh, not yeah. like the, the, shitty the, the little pieces. breads. The little oh, yeah. the breads. Oh, that's all. Ne- I just pick those you out. Can't neglect it though, because if you don't get a little bit of the bad ones, the good ones won't taste as good by comparison. See, uh, I just get all the breads and then I don't eat the rest of the bag. I see, wish I, I le- would just have just the little breads. Just I, bread. No, see, I learned that about nope. Gardettos because I like the Gardettos, and then I got the all rye bread mix, where it's mm-hmm. just the they have that, and I almost threw up. I almost threw up. They have after, that, like, bro. Yeah, all oh, they do. And after five, you're like, God, I would fucking kill for a fucking pretzel right now. For a pretzel, <laughs> where's a yeah. goddamn? Give me anything but a motherfucking rye chip right now. So no, you gotta mm-hmm. have the you gotta rye have chips the variety is important, dude. But no, I, well, how is this going to translate, though? People doing weird shit on their cameras to get attention. How is it going to translate when we get back into, like, the real world? 
because there's already people like doing think, the like what happens if you hold up a all lives matter sign in compton and record it what like there's already people acting outrageous for attention what's going to happen when it's like not just the zoom stars or the video like youtubers trying to do it and the you know influencers but it's like everyday college students are just learning that hey you gotta get attention you gotta stand out otherwise you're just a screen <laughs> you gotta on a do wall. something outrageous wait yeah. are people are people opening a zoom call that everyone in compton is on and then they're holding up an all lives matter sign in their square? i've seen them try it i've seen them try it no i don't try that but it's there's like those it. youtubers who actually do those videos <laughs> where they during the like the protest they were going and doing that just to see how people would react and it's like jesus christ not man. great i bet <laughs> like yeah i wonder uh, how this will go yeah, it's just the most obscene. A, like, I don't think you don't need reaction. to research it. Yeah, you don't need to research it. This is research not needed. He's you, like, you what happens what if happens. you drink too much acid? Oh, we figured <laughs> it out. Thanks, guy. Good one. You know, it's like, why yeah, is this person doing this? Didn't need help to figure out what would happen there. Mm -hmm. Well, let's get onto a positive subject. I don't want to. I don't want to drag up too much time. But you, from what I understood, this is your first presidential election coming up, Audrey. Is that right? Right. Okay. Right. Mine. Oh, mine boy. too. What a, what a fucking one for a first time, am I right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, for for legal reasons, uh, I've been restricted from voting access till this year, and so I am very excited about it. Uh, I Dang. am so excited, I might vote twice. So I need help, and Seb... You, you can't do that. Okay, I, I will vote as many times as Trump is appropriate to, the rights, the to whatever authorities I validate as a sovereign citizen. But let me first talk to Seb, because Seb, you work for the government. How, how what's the best way to yeah. vote? How do you make your vote count? How do you get like higher well, weighted vote? Work, how do you get the good votes? I work for city government first of all. So. Same thing. You're the man. Lay it out on the table. Yeah, I'm the mayor. Um, You're basically a general in my eyes because I don't know how government works. Yes, yeah. I view no, you going to work as like you like ordering like immigrants like in cages. Yeah, like, Sebastian's oh, actually president, dude. so. Yeah. I call so, him. I call him Generalissimo in case they're listening. Like, actually, he's gonna. Sebastian's gonna tell us to vote for him right now. So I mean, I'm not. I'm not yeah, running. Right I, I'm a. Since I'm a government employee, I can't run for office in that same government. I would ah, have to quit first. So, so you do work in the president's office. He just confessed. <laughs> yeah, I drive. I fucking fly to Washington D.C. Well, now I don't. I can just zoom uh, to the White House. Yeah. Um, which is great. It saved me so much money in fucking airline tickets. Okay. Um. So is it true that only blind people are allowed to count the votes? Uh, no, they have uh, robots do it now. But is it all that good? Is it all automatic? Is it like scantrons like these at high school? Boop, 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 boop. Do you know? Does anybody know? Yeah, oh, scantron. Well, they they have like vote counting machines, but then they'll also like have people there to like double check, kind of. That's what happened like with George Bush in Florida. I was going to say now. the hanging chads, if you remember. No, I don't. Oh yeah. Okay, that's weird. Michael, maybe you explain that one since you brought it up. Uh, yeah, well, let's just say the name and walk away. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's called pulling a grenade uh, on the, the conversation, day, Audrey. You'll learn all about it. <laughs> I think you guys remember the good old uh, Bush versus Gore yeah. election controversy. Yeah, I, don't, I don't and, like hanging chads. Uh, yeah, there was a, I, I a chad. Know about a chad is like, a, um, like, like if you were to punch a hole in something, and that little piece of paper that is now cut out of the paper hole punched it doesn't exactly uh come off completely hence hanging uh it's like a little piece of paper hanging off and there was an and issue it totally with that. fucks up the machines yeah i think it fucks up the machines uh, i oh, believe that okay. was like they were using that as some sort of uh some sort Ploy of for uh, detail for controversy yeah, yeah exactly. i'm not I'm not exactly i just remember i just remember hearing that a lot and okay then, uh, so you're saying we should do yeah. chad stuff 
Well, you, you have not to, at all. Not even close. You want to make sure that that your ballot is like. I'm just describing what it like, is. Not like not like folded up and shit. Um, you can only vote the one time. Can you bring your and, own uh, ballot? Uh, no. <laughs> God, could you imagine? <laughs> just someone's like, hey, like mine's on fucking pink paper. Yeah. Mine's on like this. Mine's giant on a novelty check or something. Mine's on a sticky <laughs> note. <laughs> yeah, mine, mine is just of, all emojis. It reminds me of that movie Benchwarmers, where they have the dude play the 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 dude that plays pitcher. He says a birth certificate says I am twelve. He like writes it in. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what it would be like. Uh, Honestly, I put mine says, on, a, yeah. on a popsicle stick so it could get wet and be fine. Oh yeah, for for durability. Yeah, my my vote's not getting anything. lost in the rain. You suckers. <laughs> I put mine on a popsicle stick because this election's a joke. <laughs> ah! Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, yeah. it really, the idea of this being the first election that somebody votes in in their life is like so depressing to me. <laughs> I mean, it's depressing to me. Yeah. yeah I'm the one doing it. Like, if you only get to vote on one, between? yeah. If you only get to vote on one thing, let's vote on the flavor of apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, basically that's where we're at now. I, I like Joe Biden, man. Honestly, even though he's a creeper, he touches people inappropriately. He uh, doesn't gas people at churches, so I'm like, that's my guy. <laughs> but here's my worry: I'm worried that he's more creeper than he is not gassing people. <laughs> what are you gonna do then? But if he wins, I might name my child Corn Pop. Why would you corn pop? What? Didn't he have some nemesis named Corn Puff or something you talked about? <laughs> Me and Corn Puff yeah, went I down the pool. It. it wasn't good for Corn Puff or something. I don't remember that one. Corn Pop. Yeah. What you're talking? You about. haven't heard that interview? He might have he said that, but no. I mean, if you've, if you've heard, heard Joe it. Biden speak, okay, it's not really... yeah, Corn Pop. I'm gonna call my good Corn Pop. It's funny. You gotta hear it. The way he says it is funny too. I okay, told I Corn gotta, Pop, gotta, you get out of here, bud. <laughs> I saw something where the way Joe Biden talks is really funny. He sounds like a um. Like a retired baseball coach in a movie or something like that. Like, yeah. I don't know, to, to me, he just sounds like he's, he's like this. Um, he'd be like the character in, a, in like a sports movie that gets brought in to like show the show the young kids how it's done or something. And then like he says something racist, and then the kids have to like teach him that racism is wrong while he teaches them about baseball. I might vote for Coming corn soon pop to theaters. <laughs> how funny it would be if everybody voted for corn pop and he beat Trump. It's like, oh, look who's a bad guy after all, Biden. Corn Pop wins. <laughs> the, Have fun at the pool. Because Corn Pop's fucking yeah. president now. <laughs> that would be a cool turn of events. Podium. That would be so much better than any other possible option right now. I don't know what Corn Pop's been up to for the last 60 years since Joe Biden beat his ass at a pool. But you know what? <laughs> He's got to be a better option. Yeah, Corn Pop's Christ. a Libertarian Party candidate. <laughs> He's a sovereign Free citizen. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> he was. I keep thinking of the cereal right now. In Iowa, in that same summer that Joe Biden beat his ass. So I want to pre-register for the 2020 election. <laughs> Dude, Blame all I can think about game. is like a box of corn pops on the podium right now. Like just what if it was an actual box sense. of corn pops? And That's Joe like, Biden was pop. losing his mind, and then the box of corn pops still won. <laughs> I mean, it's the only cereal to have that foil bag on the inside, so there might be some secret going on here. 
everything else has that clear plastic. I never understood that, but how do they have the budget? Is what I want to know. Everyone else, like, yeah, the cheapest that's what I'm saying. Like, plastic. Dude, like I might the... go get some fucking corn pops later, dude. I haven't had God. them in a minute. They sound kind of good right now. You know, we've referenced twice now cereal, especially artificial fiber cereal. I think we need to get to the last segment before we crash yeah. this thing. Before I, I was supposed to say something before we transition here. That's the lamest name for a cereal ever. You just took popcorn pop. and you just switched the fucking word. Lame. Porn cop? Porn <laughs> cop. Porn Maybe cop. Joe That's Biden who we should vote for. That's who we gotta cop. vote for. Porn cop. We have the wrong <laughs> guy this whole time. Oh, What if there's some guy whose name's Corn Cop? What if he was meaning to say Porn he's Cop? so yeah. happy. He's like, oh, Joe Biden got it wrong. Oh, my God. Yeah, let's get into this, dude. Cop. So, you want to introduce it? This is your segment, man. I feel bad every time. Oh, dude, we got a fucking battle of the brands coming at you guys today. Uh, I believe we're going with uh, the best artificial food item as uh, as the choice of, of, of debate here today. Uh, I would I would like to open the floor to you guys. I, I, I don't want to give my choice away first. I want to see what you guys have to say here. So, I just want to say just because it's like clearly because based on use, protein powder. Protein powder is my favorite artificial food. It comes in every flavor. I have one in my house right now. It's chocolate peanut butter, and it's better than anything I've had in my life. I, if I could eat only protein powder all day without having insanely dangerous levels of diarrhea, I would. It is so amazing. It's the best. Protein powder. Gates, baby. Is it, <laughs> I, I always thought that stuff was like made out artificial? of like ground-up turkey or some shit like that. Is it artificial? No, no most of it is maltodextrin. It's really not good for you, uh, most of it. Huh. You, you have to pay a lot and look around for good stuff to get good quality stuff that's not artificial. But you can get it made from a bunch of different things. Uh, whey, I like say, I, milk, I use soy. A... There's legumes. There's nut-based proteins. Mm-hmm. I was going to say I, use the, uh, I have a vegan-based protein right now because the whey protein, was it messes with my – my body doesn't really handle that the best, and so I switched it up. This is – I think it's made out of peas. Well, um, I, I have it tastes one, horrible. I have one. It's it's artificial, but it's made from organic materials. What they do is they take pituitary glands uh. from sperm whales, and you have to get them while they're a teenager, so they have to hunt out and kill the teenage ones first. But if you get it, <laughs> that's not just jacked up. <laughs> you say, what Could the you fuck imagine? are you drinking, bro? Could like, you that's some black market protein powder over there you got. I just get more effects when I stack that with my shark brains. <laughs> <laughs> I'll mix them together. <laughs> yeah. Put them in bowls of peanut butter, dude. You get jacked. <laughs> uh, what do you got, Seb? Artificial food item. What do you got for debate here? Um, I'm kind of a similar note, I guess, with something that pretends to be something it's not. I think the um, like the Impossible Burgers you can get at some of the fast food Have you had it? Now. Have I you think, actually had it? I, I had the Burger King Impossible Whopper, and then I had the one that, um, the one that Jack in the Box did, which I think uh. is Beyond Meat. Uh, I, thought beyond, I thought the uh, impossible was better than beyond meat how does it um, taste but it's crazy well it, it's weird because when you put it in a fucking in the, especially in the context of a fast food burger which is like all fake to begin with mm-hmm. you don't really notice because it's like the meat isn't really what you're tasting you're tasting like the fucking sauce or whatever and it's the only thing that's not plastic there. technically or what is it made of yeah, what's that stuff exactly. made of i don't know Oh, I have no idea. I haven't tried to find out because I feel like I don't want to know. So your favorite artificial food is <laughs> Travis Scott Burger. All right, what you got? <laughs> it's lit. No. 
Yeah, well, I like how with Impossible Burgers, they, they emphasize how realistic it is. Like, I think they put beet juice in it so that it bleeds when you cook it. Yeah, they do. Yeah. I don't think they know what vegetarians want. They like it when yeah, it we, suffers. We created an artificial animal in a lab and then raised it and then killed it. <laughs> It's like the fucking food. If you put the spatula down, it'll actually move. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it begs for its life as it sizzles. It. And none of the meat, all of the suffering. <laughs> all of the guilt. It's a vegan burgers. <laughs> you want to remind yourself why you went vegan? <laughs> yeah, I can't do it. I can't do it. I haven't tried yeah, the impossible I've... burgers. I'd say for mine, uh, fruit snacks, and I, you know, I think the fruit snacks Dang. that are shaped like fruits are mm. cool because you can pretend that you live in this like dystopian society where fruit <laughs> has been outlawed, fruit and the rations. government is creating this like fake fruit to keep everyone in line. Like this is fruit. Is so <laughs> okay, I think you're eating weed gummies because you're getting out with some <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> And the more you eat, the less you eat, and then you just fall asleep for six hours. Yeah, I like the little fruit snacks that look like little blueberries, little cherries. Yeah. yeah. Fruit snacks are the best. I take it back. I don't want to get buff anymore. I just want to eat fruit snacks all day. Oh, God. I I do really like the idea of, like, a distant future where there's just, like, no more real fruit. And I'm just imagining, like, like a, a parent telling their child, like, oh, you know, back in back in the day, these used to be, you know, bigger and juicy it was so incredible they've already done that they've already but, phased out one thing when's the last time you ate a real worm yo i don't think that i have yeah you blew my mind bro <laughs> people shit, people in the, right. people in the wild eat worms the all the time bear? uh the neon worms though yeah yeah actually uh, sour worms why are we playing around I, put some sour yeah on yeah, it, yeah. of course it, that's yeah yeah i, I, I want to uh you guys uh you guys all skimmed over a very important artificial food item in uh, in the world that I think we we all have experienced and loved, and that is Velveeta cheese, dude. Oh. No. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, instant no. Oh, instant Velveeta goodbye. shells and cheese. Oh. Fucking amazing. Um, oh, any man. sort of, like, artificial cheese sauce, I'm about it. I know I people like you. Stuff. I've stopped talking to most of them. That is gross. Yeah, I know it's horrible. I don't eat it all the time, but man, when I'm feeling like it, there's nothing like uh, just squeezing out that that gooey cheese sauce. Oh no! It is some great shit. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! I just talked about the YMH podcast. Fuck, man. Oh. Dude, we're talking about liquid <laughs> cheese, my dude. You guys are talking about vegan fake bullshit. I don't give a fuck about that. I'm like all about the cheese sauce. I'll say is this, liquid cheese vegan? Yeah, I don't think so at all. I don't hey think Siri, so at all. it doesn't come from animals. It might be actually. It <laughs> surely doesn't vegan. come from animals. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah, impossible. About this, I don't think it is. Well, I, that's the thing I understand. The the taunt with the naming of these things impossible. Like they're admitting. I didn't know they the cheese sauce right. would be so negatively received on the podcast today. I thought I would have some supporters here. I feel Jesus on an Christ. island. I'm on an island right now. <laughs> You I'm the only be. one that enjoys Velveeta shells it, and cheese. If you ever bring Velveetas to my house, you're going to be kept on an island for the rest of your life. How dare you? That is disgusting, bro. You get some mild-aged cheddar, you melt it down into cubes, you put it in a pan with a little bit of milk and butter, and you melt it down, you make nah, a nice man. cheese. I need that sauce. packet. Mm-hmm. I need that gooey packet. I gotta. It's like toothpaste. You just like out of the... Oh, it's so Ooh. good. Did you eat Go-Gurts as a kid? Oh, yeah. In the yeah. freezer, my guy. We're going to cancel them first. 
Okay, actually, if freezer. You now go, you have if you eat a gogurt and it's not frozen, go fuck yourself, yeah. man. If like, you're in room temperature, gogurt, you're a goddamn Ed yeah. Bundy of your generation. Get out of my face. Lock if that person up. If it's not frozen, you don't know what you're doing, no. dude. I had a joke I wrote a while ago that I never did because none of my friends thought it was funny. That was like, why are kids the ones who have portable yogurt? They don't have anywhere to be. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. That's so true. That's a good Why is, why is Chobani always in a cup? I need that shit to go. You know what like. needs to be the two? Beef tartare. <laughs> Michael is there, lost. He laughed too these, hard. These, these kids aren't out there like, like, oh, fuck, I got to get, I got to, I got to get to work. <laughs> I don't have time. Yeah, I'm I'm sitting at a lunch table, but I gotta move really quick. So let me drink this Danimals before I go back to class. <laughs> so, Michael, you did a little time warp there. I don't know exactly what happened. Uh, I think mine might have skipped a little bit, but I caught Chobani of what you said. <laughs> oh, uh, I was just saying, um, why is Chobani in a cup? But we have, uh, you know, we have Gogurt and Danimals yogurt and all this yeah. fucking. We got these little. So you're a big fan of her jokes. I like the fucking flip things. Have you seen those? It's like yeah. yogurt, yeah, and you yeah, peel yeah. away a little granola yeah. or whatever the fuck, and you can add it in. I like That's that. the death of yogurt companies. That's the death of yogurt companies because it's the ultimate concession. The yogurt's not enough, and they're just saying it's like we know this yogurt will never please you. You will never be <laughs> yeah. satisfied. Please I'm down with, accompany yeah, it I'm with down this. With, like the chunks of fruit in there. I like a little chunkiness. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. isn't I like that Colton the whole premise? of frozen yogurt places though is like hey we know this is kind of shitty on its own this is why we have 50 different <laughs> <All> toppings <laughs> that is true yeah do you think I if you like... went in there and just got the frozen yogurt and nothing else they would just like kick oh you're like... being judged 100 percent. they would yeah. call 911 yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, so we have a fucking. I don't know what this guy did. But There's a silent alarm. Wrong. There's a <laughs> they, pervert in here. This is a family yeah. restaurant. <laughs> you have some kind. Of, I don't know. What I I did that was. once. I went to Cold Stone Creamery and I just got vanilla ice cream in a cone. Oh and my everybody, god! Everybody, everybody in line looked at me like I I had that like serious. Everybody thinks I'm gonna oh, kill dude, him moment. It you was got really you got weird. put on a list after that. I had to give them like a twenty dollar tip to get them to stop singing about it. They're like, "What a cuck! <laughs> Vanilla only for the cuck boy!" And I was like, "Stop singing, asshole!" <laughs> yeah, so not the you best. You have to choice. pay in cash so they can't track you down through your credit card. <laughs> <laughs> the NSA knew about it that minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So this has been awesome. I know we're probably running way too long, though. Uh, what do you guys got for takeaways? And uh, we'll do Audrey last since it's her first time on the podcast. Thank you. Uh, I would say that my takeaway is that I'm really down for the boots and puss uh, <laughs> remake. There, that sounds awesome. I also stand by my decision with the uh, Velveeta cheese. I think it's the best artificial food item. Uh, and it was really fun having Audrey on the podcast. It made me laugh hard uh, quite a few times. Uh, first time meeting you today. It was really fun. And I'm glad you came on. And, yeah, I think that's it for me. What you got, Zeb? Um, I, God, Velveeta just really makes me want to vomit just thinking yeah. about it. Um Remember how excited we were? We're like, ooh, we're going to talk about food right at the end. And then Michael was like, hey, guys, remember Velveeta cheese on hot sidewalk? And we're like, oh, okay, Jesus Christ, dude. Ugh. Sorry, Seth. And, yeah, I think my other takeaway is um, I, I hadn't really thought about how fucking insane it is that the realism of Beyond Meat is, like, kind of the point until you said it, Audrey. <laughs> it yeah. really is 
so fucking weird. I never thought about that before. Yeah. So Me thank you for that. Suffrage Farms, Impossible Burger. That's uh, not good. <laughs> that's that's uh, all I got. Uh, takeaways, yeah, once again, thank you for coming on, Audrey. Uh, I knew it was going to be funny just from spending a little bit of time talking with you, but uh, when you said Boots and Puss, I think you might have changed I mean, my that's life. that's like the, <laughs> the title of the episode. Oh, for, if, if Spotify will allow it, for sure. <laughs> I mean, we live in Trump presidency, baby. We can call it pussy, pussy, pussy. We can get away with it. So let's do it. <laughs> so, yeah, my biggest takeaway is thank you for agreeing to do this. And also, nobody watching or listening is going to appreciate the fact that you did like two hours of IT before we started. So thank you for that also. Yeah, seriously. Thank oh, yeah. You. Well, you know, I recorded all of that. So we can just include that. You guys have a Patreon. You can put it as a bonus episode. Yeah, Unedited version. We'll put it on the OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So what's your take? away from first time being on the Calvary podcast um i had a great time this is really fun thanks for having me on um i like that we went through all the things that make you a cuck which include <laughs> having a cat that's longer than your girlfriend and uh getting <laughs> vanilla ice cream at cold stone <laughs> there's so much more you forgot <laughs> yeah, that's about. it <laughs> I'm glad there's one thing you're paying attention to during the goddamn show. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks That's for so going, funny. everybody. Thanks for listening. Peace out. Stay hydrated. Mucho take it easy. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to the episode. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at Cowboy Rowdy Podcast. Also on Facebook and YouTube at The Cowboy Rowdy Podcast. Check me out on Facebook and Instagram at KMBZ.Berry. And see me on YouTube at CB Comedy. I'm just below the little Indian kid who makes funny videos in his room. Uh, you can follow me at the Ghost of Anthony on Instagram and at Young Bathman on Twitter. And follow me, Sebastian, on Instagram at Seinfeld. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at underscore mbooth. <laughs>